Welcome to Dusk Tripper, a podcast that journeys to the innermost dimensions of the mind through psychedelic experience, metaphysics, and existentialism. Let us be your guide. Welcome to Dusk Tripper. This is our first ever episode. Today's subject will be diving deep into LSD. Welcome. I'm on the phone with Cody Gutierrez from Denver, Colorado. Cody, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you. Awesome. So, you know, obviously we're, we're doing this podcast now and um, tonight's subject will be talking about LSD. I know you've had some experience in the past with microdosing and uh, possibly even heroic doses. So uh, why don't you go ahead and just tell me a little bit about um you know, your experiences with microdosing and, you know, where you wanted to be when you first started and where you ended up when you were done. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So starting out in high school, I experimented a little bit with mushrooms and I had really profound experiences with that. They were some of the coolest experiences that I've had. And, uh, I had a little bit of fear, to, uh, to be honest, with acid, but as I grew up, uh, got older and older, I, I started doing research online, and my interest in LSD built and built, and uh, so actually, I started out with a very small microdose, and uh, I did that for the first time in California with my best friend, and <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a very cool experience. Um, it was subtle. It was, and it just I felt very focused. And uh, there were no visuals, but I definitely felt an increased focus on the present moment. Um, so, can you elaborate more on the fears that you had? And what inside yourself put those fears at ease? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question. What were the fears? Where did those come from? Um, <clears throat> I guess the, it was a fear of the unknown, you know? It was like, I don't know what I'm about to experience. I don't know if I will see, you know, little devils coming out of the walls which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing like a Beavis and Butthead cartoon or like, isn't there, <laughs> isn't there like a white zombie, you know, animated music video where it's like yeah. demons come out. Yeah. That's, and, I uh, think that was relating to the peyote experience in the desert of the movie actually, <laughs> which is probably one of my favorite scenes uh, in <laughs> America. So nice, hats, nice. hats off to Mike judge for, uh, you know, producing a possibly relevant psychedelic trip through the eyes of cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, delving into fear, I think a lot of people are, they're kind of in that same boat, you know, where they're either scared to try it or just unsure of, you know, what would happen, you know, if they did do it, you know, will it become addicted or, you know, anything like that. But as far as, you know, when I got into it, 
I was 14 and, you know, that's pretty young, I guess, yeah. to start doing acid. You know, I'd always smoked pot and, you know, tried various little things like pills and alcohol and all the usual stuff, you know, but my first experience on LSD is, you know, I honestly don't remember it. <laughs> you know, I just remember feeling awesome. And then the rest of the evening was in a blur for me, you know, being mm-hmm. so young and just kind of going off into, you know, I guess chase, chase the rabbit down the hole, I guess was, you know, one of those things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really remember too much on it. I never really had too much fear in, you know, trying new psychotropic drugs or anything like that. But, you know, I never even, you know, I tried microdosing uh, a while back and it just didn't seem as impactful to me as you take a much higher dose, you know, especially of something that's really clean. Uh, I feel like the, the feelings at the end of the trip, you know, it's a more intense trip is greater than the feelings I would get if I would just, you know, 100 ml of liquid, you know, diluted with alcohol into my mouth, you know, I would still feel the effects, but I feel like it had less impact for me personally than the higher doses. It just, it seemed more like I was doing it to, to try and improve my daily life rather than trying to improve my whole uh, existential scope on reality, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yes. You know, have so what's what's the highest dose that you you've done? Uh, for me, I got okay. If you consider like a full hundred micrograms as like a full tab, or a hundred micrograms as like a hundred percent the the largest dose i did was um i did 75 percent. it was like a it was like a 85 percent. so i haven't even done like a full square yet but probably my like a full right a full dose you know we're we're talking like just (laughs) almost almost pushing the cusp of a full dose so what was that experience versus yes with the micro to talk about this because i was talking about it with one of our fellow uh spiritual journeymen um and he explained that at, at each like at each different threshold of like taking a higher and higher dose you get different effects and and it's like you like once you pass that doorway, it's a whole nother experience. So the first time I took over three quarters of a hit, you know, it was really pleasant Mm. and it was, it was uh, really profound. It was, I was outside and it was just before fall and uh, I was really appreciative of nature and I don't know about you, but I just was looking at the sky. I was looking at the expansive sky differently because I was really present. I was really there. And the three-dimensionality, the three-dimensionality of the of the clouds was just so much more in detail. <laughs> and it was great. 
it was awesome and the only so, the only thing i i could say was just, i was just a little bit like wondering if people could see that i was like on one because i was just staring off into space mm-hmm. and then just to piggyback on you know all of that can you maybe explain to some people that you know are listening or may potentially listen you know what what was your body experience like yeah um so i remember in high school doing mushrooms it was kind of like waves of different emotions that went from cracking up laughing to crying at the beauty of like say classical music and then it was it felt a little bit like mm-hmm. insane at some points because it was just like all the emotions just came in waves and you didn't know what was coming next and and uh but with with LSD it's it's like a different feeling and uh once again i was talking to our 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 friend that we our shared friend and he described it so well he has a little bit more experience than me and there's this feeling in your chest Mm -hmm. of like, I wouldn't call it anxiety and you and me have talked about it too. It's not anxiety, but it's just like something's happening, you know? Almost like a, like a fluttering fluttering of, of the soul. (laughs) Like, yeah, almost. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally know the feeling that you're talking about. It's absolutely fluttering. It's kind of, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like, borderline anxious for what's coming next but at the same time soothing Correct. and calming yeah, like you were just like you like you were talking about just being in the present moment and totally alert and aware and <clears throat> i think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that people have about you know lsd in general is just it's not um you know i would assume you know i would you know, if you were to eat a whole 10 strip, you would probably have a much different experience Mm -hmm. than somebody that, you know, just eats a single dose, you know, but you find that right balance, you know, for what your body can tolerate and what your mind can tolerate. And I think, you know, at a certain point, you know, you're, um, you just kind of succumb to, (laughs) to the molecule and let it take over. And, you know, it does, uh, yeah, it should. What, I mean, what, what do you think the society's conception of it is like? Is, do you think it's that whole visual like, oh, man, I'm seeing things that aren't really there? Is that how society perceives a trip? You know, what, I think it comes down to people uh, just, I, I think, you know, from media and magazines and everything, they have just the wrong idea of mm-hmm. psychedelic drugs altogether especially ones that are you know, yes. synthesized by man, which would probably seem unnatural and not really, you know, up anyone's alley to go ahead and do, you know, right. without a great deal of fear. But yeah. So there's like just a misunderstanding of why somebody would, would want to seek out that experience. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, piggybacking on your big experience, you know, how were your um, visuals? Visuals? Let me, I'm trying to think back to like the time that I've had the most visuals. 
it's funny because <clears throat> the second time I did it also with my best friend, um, it was about maybe a quarter hit. And actually on just a quarter, I already had visuals and, and again, it, what it was, uh, I was like drawing with a pen and I was noticing, you know, as I drew, as I drew with the pen, the lines that came out were a little squiggly, you know? So with my mm -hmm. highest dose, with the highest doses I've had, I get a little bit of what, what my friends have described as observing objects as breathing, you know? Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's super and you just kind of, pause and you kind of look to the side you look in your peripheral like oh is that desk really like pulsating right now <laughs> <laughs> everything seems to just come to life yes. you know for me especially when i just do you know a singular full you know 100 ug or supposedly 100 ug tab or gel or whatever you know everything seems to take on its own life right. force and it moves and it just, you know, and I think depending on your mind, you know, it's weird because when you just get up and you move around, it stops and you're able to function and you're able to go about and do what yes. you do. But when you stop and pause in the moment and you just stare, that's when. Yes, that's when the molecule is going to take you on a little trip and, and check you and say. Hey, you know, can you handle this? <laughs> so, you know, when you were journeying into your microdosing at the start of it, um, you know, just go through the steps of what you Sure, were sure. Yeah, I wanted to ask you too about the very first time you did, if it was a paper version or if it was sugar cube or, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, the you know, if I were to say the first version I've ever done, you know, was, uh, it was definitely gel tabs. And, um, I went ahead and did four <laughs> for my first time. And that was, you know, like I explained, like, I just, you know, I had started to feel something and then I just don't remember much of what happened mm -hmm. next, you know, either because I didn't know what to focus on or pay attention to, or if, you know, I was just yeah. gone altogether, I, you know, just on, a, on another plane uh, from everyone else. And did you me, do, so. did you do like LSD and then mushrooms or mushrooms and LSD or do you recall? Yeah, no, it was definitely, uh, it was definitely LSD or mushrooms. Um, yeah. I didn't try mushrooms until three years later after I my see. first LSD experience. Yeah. So, and then back to your question. So you asked like what the process looked like when I did the microdose. Yeah. Just go ahead and, you know, your daily routine and just kind of what, you know, what people can expect from, you know, if they were to go sure. on their own microdosing journey or just kind of at least your method and insights into how you did it and how you benefited most from using it. As sure. So, um, with with um, my own research and research from my friends, we kind of I kind of settled on the Fadiman. Uh, what do they call that? A protocol, the Fadiman protocol. 
And uh, I would encourage others to, if you're interested in this type of journey to do your own research on the Fadiman, Fadiman protocol. And uh, he's actually, he actually has like a research community where he has people do these experiments on their own. And then they, they, uh, they log their experience and, and, and uh, they log it on, on to a website. But uh, this uh, Fatiman protocol uh, is like um, you take the microdose one day. And so what I would do is I measured out the strip that I got was uh, five tabs. And so I measured out the distance between that strip and I cut it into, into uh, fifths and I cut little squares and then from there i cut diagonally the square into half and then i did that again into quarters and so my first micro doses were quarter quarter hits maybe 25 micrograms and uh and uh, at first i i would just put it on top of my tongue and i let it sit for at least a minute and then swallow and uh and then back to the fatiman protocol you do that for on one day and then you wait three days and you can do it again. So it was about twice a week that I was trying these. And, uh, on some of the, on some of the small quarter hits, I remember riding my bike home from work and just again, like being so appreciative of the green around me and, uh, just being, hyper aware of my thoughts and looking at looking at my thoughts of others you know how do I perceive others and what I found is when I wasn't on LSD I had a lot of fear of others like oh is this person you know going to cut me off when driving is this person you know going to speed by me and and not use their blinker and when I was on the LSD, I was more aware and I was able to observe those thoughts and say, is that like really the truth? Like, or is that just fear-based, you know, how many, how many of those fear thoughts never come to pass and how much time and time and energy am I wasting on making up stories of, of, of things in the future that never happen? what would you say you took away from those experiences like most that would transfer from, you know, your mind being under the influence of LSD versus your mind not being under the influence of LSD besides fear? Yeah. Well, I was able to release those fears and, and I like to think when I am, when I'm feeling the effects of LSD, I, I really like to think that, even when I am not on LSD that I have that opportunity to pause, take a breath and really, really like take in all the sensory like stimuli around me. So I like to think that the LSD made me hyper aware of, of the beauty around me and the, the sounds and the colors and the, and the smells and, 
But I also like to think that when I'm not experiencing an LSD trip, that I can still tap into that presence and that, that beauty around me. If you just pause and, and become aware of your breath, it's, it's always there. You know, I feel like what LSD shows you, it's, it's always there. Even when you're not on it, it just allows you to, it just opens, it opens up parts of your brain and, and your, it opens up a heightened sense of presence and awareness. So with that segue into what you kind of just said, would you, let's just put it this way. Have you had any experiences of LSD in your brain that normally wouldn't connect like say you know like with me I have a tendency to be able to draw art which not on LSD I, I can't do whatsoever that's just not not how I operate you know it's just not a part of who I am you know musically I consider myself an artist in that way but you know, when it comes to drawing or painting or anything, those those connections don't usually stay open for me once the LSD is worn off. <clears throat> you know, have you had any experiences of having, you know, gateways open and stay open through that experience? Yes, I think I have. Um, I definitely have. Yeah, I've, I've, I've found myself doodling and it's usually just with a pen, a black pen. And uh, I, I believe that the LSD like frees you. It liberates you from that, like, oh, this is right or wrong. And you just create, you know? So I just, it, even though it's, it's kind of, um, it might be scribbles and it might be like patterns. And it's usually just on like a post-it note, which is like, you know, right in front of me. Uh, later yeah. the next day when I look at it, 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 it kind of is a, it's like a little journal of my experience. It takes me back to that place and, uh, it just is, it is what it is. It's not like you have to be like, Oh, I'm, I'm purposely making something beautiful or I'm mm -hmm. purposely making something amazing and, and awesome you just make and you just do and you just have to get it out of you maybe and then the so that's like no there's no guidance between that you just kind of let your mind and yeah you know, be an extension of the pen I yeah guess, or the pen be an extension of your mind and kind of just go with the flow do you think not being on lsd you can still make those same artistic connections that you did while on LSD and would they still be as meaningful? Um, that's a great question. I, I think I could attempt to create the way I do on LSD, but I think that the monkey mind, like, you know, my mind, like that judges things as good or bad would be a lot more talkative and it would be saying like, Oh, this is weird. Or, Oh, this is, this isn't going to turn out like, Oh, you should just, scrap this and start over you know i think it would become more chattery if if i wasn't on the lsd yeah how would you feel like 
LSD versus, you know, psilocybin mushrooms, what, you know, what's the difference between the two for you in experience? That's another great question. Um, because I have had some LSD experiences, which are very close to a mushroom experience, but how we talked about that fluttery feeling in like your core, Mm -hmm. I think LSD has like an energy to it. Whereas magic mushrooms is like a, a connection to nature, but I think the LSD has like an energy to it that I was thinking about this earlier. It's not like you take it for the energy, but it's definitely there. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to go to sleep when you, when you're coming down from LSD. <laughs> Whereas yeah, in the past on mushrooms, yeah. if I have to, I close my eyes and I see the visuals, but I'm able to sleep eventually probably a little sooner than on acid. But you were asking, now, would you feel? Sorry, yeah. You were, ahead. you were just asking the similarities or differences between. And I think, I think if you, I think a lot of the time, if you set an intention um, for your for your LSD trip, that the LSD will conform to that intention. Whereas with mushrooms, mushrooms have kind of a mind of their own. You know, they're gonna take you a, a whichever path they believe you need to go on. Well, and like I said, with mushrooms too, in the past, like they have a tendency to turn on the user more than I would say LSD does. I say LSD kind of breaks down your social barrier. Why mushrooms kind of put you in their own world. And if somebody comes into that bubble with a different kind of energy, you're less likely to respond in a positive way to that person than you would have in on LSD. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's just been my experience in the past is, you know, where I've taken you know, a lot of mushrooms and it, you know, you trip, you know, you get the visuals, you get that feeling of the body, you know, you also get a lot of body load. I feel like from that and, you know, and it really like you, people have to be on the same wavelength as you. Otherwise it's going to throw you into just the most confusing situations you've ever been in as opposed to like LSD where I feel like even on a high dose, I can still snap out of it and, you know, be able to interact as I normally would, you know, and kind of either diffuse whatever weird energy is happening or just be able to be like, you know, end that interaction. Like, you know what? I'll see you later. Yeah. You know, but mushrooms, I feel like they kind of make you obsess a little bit more. That's interesting. Now I'm looking back on my experiences with both, and yeah, I can see that. Whereas with with LSD, like you said, I'm able, if I need to, I can interact with someone. Whereas with mushrooms, yeah, whereas with mushrooms, it kind of attracts sometimes. It does. I noticed that it it definitely, they definitely attract a, a weird energy, uh, 
with them. You know, and every time I've been on shrooms, I've always had something weird happen. To me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or like some sort of situation where it's like, oh my God, what the fuck is happening right now? Yes. You know, and whereas on LSD, it's kind of more like, I'm ready to go out and just be an experience and just, you know, have fun. And I think that's, you know, the weird thing between, you know, a man-made synthesized drug versus something that grows naturally from the earth. You know, you would, I feel like LSD is more for the sensory uh, experience in mushrooms would probably be more used to confront and break down issues you know and make you <laughs> kind of overwhelmed by experiences whether it be visuals of trees and being outside and you know to feel the wind you know you feel more connected to nature you know there's that there's that feeling of you know like ah everything is at one but you know, that moment, that one moment where something happens that's not in the playbook, it totally turns the whole situation around. And it could go one of two ways at that point. You know, you can either push forward and try to work through that, or you can go down that rabbit hole and it will just ruin your whole evening. You know, have you ever had an experience like that with mushrooms? Yeah, my one experience that comes to mind. Yeah, I have. I think I have with my best friend and probably the first time I did mushrooms, I did have that experience too. The first time I did mushrooms, uh, it was like prom night of my junior year. And I remember being in a park and I remember all of a sudden there was like dogs coming at us barking and it was like something about mushrooms too. There's like weird time loops where it was like, did that just happen? And you like have to check with the person that you're tripping with. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but it didn't, I don't, I don't think it like messed up my whole night. No. that's good yeah <laughs> i mean you know no that, that's good i mean i'm sure there's some people that have had that experience and then there's other people that are like no i've never had a bad trip at all you know um and you know some people <laughs> end up having such a bad time they go to the hospital for it. right right you know when i'm on acid you know and even if it's a lot, you know, I do find myself in these moments where I just, you just have to laugh and you have to giggle. And, you know, there's, there's just things that you kind of geek out on that you normally wouldn't geek out on in anything else, you know, whether it be alcohol, um, edibles, you know, or just, you know, right. mushrooms even, you know, I don't feel like you get that giddiness. There's definitely like a, something that consumes a part of you, you know, whether it's the serotonin releasing in your mind, there's something that it yes. opens you up for the experience. It, it, it breaks down all your barriers, you know, 
and you're able to communicate your feelings and your thoughts better. You're able to just be, you know, in that realm of consciousness where it's everything is okay. Like there's nothing's, you know, nothing bad is happening right now, you know? And I think I've, you know, I've had bad experiences on mushrooms, but I've never had a bad experience on acid. And that's interesting to me, you know, maybe it's just because, you know, the times that I do, I just get really good stuff or, you know, I'm just in a different frame of mind. I can't really pinpoint it because, you know, I don't really do shrooms anymore. If I'm going to have a psychedelic experience, it's going to be LSD. And it's just because of the way it reacts with my mind, <clears throat> I feel a stronger connection to that versus any other psychedelic that I were to do. You know, would you say that when you've done it, you feel a strong connection to it? Or would you say, you know, oh, you know, I, I've done this and I've done shrooms and I like shrooms better, you know, but it's not even LSD versus shrooms. It's just more of trip versus trip. You know, what would you prefer you know, say, you know, I still feel like I have that appreciation for nature mm -hmm. when I'm on LSD, but I do when I'm on mushrooms. I just don't have any of the anxiety. You know, would you say you connect in that same way with LSD versus mushrooms or do you connect more with mushrooms? That's a good question. Because um, it's been a long time since I've had mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And I think I would probably, I would probably connect a little more with mushrooms, but I haven't had bad experiences with LSD. I've had just some uh, bad, like just moments. Can you, can you go? Yeah. Um, let me think. I mean, more it's 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 like a, a a fleeting thing and it and it comes kind of quick and it it leaves just as quick and i think it was just to do with my setting so what i would okay how important is setting to me i think i've discovered how important it was i think it was the last time that i i did a dose i realized like oh okay this is what they mean by you know, you should probably prepare your setting before you go into it because I found myself shutting off the lights and I was laying down and I was like, I don't want to look at anything right now. I just want to like be in my safe spot and it, it went away. But uh, also, also my last experience yeah. too, it was like when it came time that I needed to like drive, I had to ask my significant other to drive for me. So I, I think once I like had that security, like I could, I would have been fine, but it's just like, I needed to say like, oh, I think I need someone else to drive. But um, I think the only negative, and like I said, they were fleeting because maybe an hour later I was very appreciative that I had, had taken that dose that day. But I, I think the, mm -hmm. The fleeting fears just had to do with 
I think it had to do with my mind started over analyzing. And so I was like, I had these thoughts like, oh, has anybody had a heart attack on acid? Like, is it possible that acid can like give me a panic attack? And then as soon as you question those things, you start going into that energy field and, and you have to kind of be like, okay, I did this to myself. This too shall pass. And, uh, and it does. You just have to talk yourself down a little bit. Now, do you prepare for your trips now? Like, so say you're like, okay, on this day, I'm going to eat LSD. Or do you just kind of go at random? I have, I think I've done both. I think mostly I prepare though. How about you? You prepare. How long do you prepare? Oh, I mean, um, up to like, up to like a week in advance, I'd say. I mean, like, I'll start looking forward to it that far in advance sometimes. How about you? (laughs) I mean, you know, yeah, I never, I never really plan it. You know, the last time I did it was, you know, nice. And, uh, you know, I was kind of sick, you know, like this little cold bug. And, you know, I ended up falling asleep in the afternoon and waking up at 1130 at night. And, you know, I went to the bedroom. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to bed. And I just, something I was just inside of me. I was just like, man, I just can't go to bed. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. awake now. It's late. I, I, you know, I took that afternoon nap, which basically just ruins the rest of your evening. Um, and, you know, I just was like, you know, I don't feel good. Screw it. I'm just going to, you know, and I took a full dose of uh, a gel tab and, you know, and it didn't hit me for a hot minute. And, you know, I don't know if that was just because of being under the weather or what, but, you know, it took, you know, over an hour, you know, for me to start feeling the effects. And, you know, when I did, it was, you know, I couldn't, I just sat there, you know, watching mm-hmm. the carpet and, you know, and I just put on random movies on the TV that I just, you know, I couldn't focus on anything, honestly, like, other than, you know, my tattoos moving on my arm and the carpet snaking around. And, you know, I think at even one point, the pattern of the carpet had moved, you know, onto my shoe. You know, it's just, you know, I think people sometimes over-exaggerate their visuals on LSD too, you know, where it's like, oh, you know, I, I saw pink elephants and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, like, okay, I, you know, maybe if you closed your eyes, like you might be able to get some visuals like that, but I've never, even on, you know, where I've eaten multiple hits, like I've never had any kind of visual that was like an animal or elves or anything like that. You know, it's mostly just been like Mm -hmm. things move and breathe and change colors. And there's fragments of light that you see out of the corners of your eyes and you know i really like the visuals that i get on LSD versus mushrooms you know i feel like mushrooms would be more of a body high honestly you know and things move you know but it's just different with lsd you know it's it the way it interacts with your mind i think is more playful 
you know, I, I mean, would you agree that, you know, it's, it's, it's a playful drug, like versus, you know, I don't, it doesn't have any of the same characteristics that mushrooms or ecstasy or, you know, any sort of thing like that, like would have, like, it just interacts with your brain differently. And I feel like it, you know, the way it comes in waves, I think is what I really like. Cause it's never like, you're not directly tripping the whole time. It's, you know, you're up and then you come down, you're up and then you come down, you know, and that happens, you know, anywhere from four to six mm-hmm. times, you know, and then it just kind of fizzles out. But, you know, the last time I did it, you know, I was, like I said, you know, I did it at 1130 at night and I was up until like four in the morning. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I don't. So find it hard to yeah. fall asleep. Just going back to your visuals thing. I don't know anybody that I've, I can't think of anyone that has had strong visuals, but I, I, I did hear like Santana when he was performing at Woodstock, he had taken a big enough dose to where while he was playing his guitar, the guitar kind of looked more like a snake than, and his arm turned into the snake. But, uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's see, I mean, that, that, that kind of stuff is like, I could see it being plausible, you know, especially back then you know the lsd was different than it is now and i think really you have to you know with all the derivative drugs that are out there people are synthesizing i think you really have to trust the person that you get it from and you know do the research you know because you know nothing's worth you know a trip to the hospital even worse your life correct so you know, I, you know, in no way do I promote people to like listen to this podcast and then go out and eat a bunch of LSD or, you know, go to the, the shady street corner and try to find some LSD. You know, I think, you know, if you really do your research and, you know, you know, the right people, the you know, and good people and, you know, I think, you know, it will find you, you know, you won't find it like it, I never sought it out, you know my first time it was offered to me and, you know, I graciously accepted and, you know, it was something where, you know, I had only tried pot and, you know, and honestly, like sometimes pot really bores me, you know, I'd rather, you know, pop a cap and, you know, smoke a bowl, you know what I mean? Like there's just no way that anything can compare to, to what LSD does for the mind. And, you know, I think, I think coming out of something with a more positive outlook should not be frowned upon at all. Like it shouldn't be looked down upon. I think it should be, you know, I think it should go back into trials and be researched a little bit further, you know, which, you know, it has been, there's been trials here and there for, you know, LSD, but I just, I feel like it's, it goes back to the setting, you know, it's a clinical trial, you know, they control it. They want specific results for those trials. And I don't think that it's done with good intentions, you know? So I, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, yes, you know, like I feel like it should be legalized, you know, for personal use and, or at least decriminalized because, you know, 
you know, it, it all comes down to the person too. Like, you know, if somebody's mentally unstable, it's probably not the route for them, you know. But if it's somebody, you know, knows their body and they, you know, are aware of how their body reacts to other things such as maybe an edible or mushrooms in the past, you know, like, you know, I think it's an experience worth trying at least once in your lifetime. You know? Yeah, I think that's opinion. where I was at when I got over the fear. It was like, I want to like check that off my bucket list, especially after, especially yeah, after right. considering how many people before me have experienced it and probably more than once, like people who have experienced it once are like, yeah, I might do that again. Yeah, but we can right. definitely tell the people listening that there are kits out there to test what you get. If you're, if you're interested in trying yeah. this out for yourself. I think it's always worth, you know, wasting one hit just to make sure what you have is, you know, legitimately LSD, you know, like there's no point in going into something blind or, you know, putting yourself in danger, or, you know, and, you know, like I said, you know, I don't condone, you know, this as being, uh, you know, a field guide for, uh, trying drugs but you know more of an informational tool of experiences and you know just maybe trying to get rid of the stigma of you know the reputation that lsd actually has on yes. society you know i think they see the 60s and are you know you know they think of you know civil rights movement and vietnam and you know, crazy time of people just being honestly fucking insane. Like from the behavior that I've seen, like, you know, you get that many people together that are tripped out on LSD. And I think, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) it's definitely a recipe for a possible disaster of some sort. (laughs) You know, I think, you know, I think it's just, I think it's just a matter of who's doing it, you know, and, you know, definitely setting is key, you know, and personally, it's more a ritual cleansing, you know, like, I like to do it at random. And when I do, sometimes I'll, you know, sit calmly on the floor and just lay back, you know, like you said, lights dimmed, maybe some candles lit or something and just listen to music or draw, you know. And I think, uh, you know, it's more of an introspector of drug than it is, you know, you can be social on it, but you benefit more from the experience of being around people that you know and love and trust when you're under the influence of something so powerful. And I think, you know, with that said, I think we're at a good point now where you know, uh, we can stop and, you know, um, uh, thanks for, thanks for coming on and sharing your thoughts. And, you know, I look forward to speaking with you again on many yes. more topics. Uh, uh, it was definitely great having you on. I loved hearing, you know, your experiences and, 
you know, you get, if you have any advice for anyone that's listening, uh, you know, go ahead and share your thoughts and include. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, just two things. I mean, a lot has come to mind in this past 15 minutes as we're, as we're coming to a conclusion, but, and we can elaborate on that in future. But uh, when you talked about legalization, it, it reminded me of a comedian. It might've been George Carlin. I think it was George Carlin who talked about, I have possession of my body, right? If, if I have possession of nothing else, I have possession of my body is my property. And what I put into my body should be my, my right to put whatever I want in. I should be free to put whatever substance I want into it. Exactly. And, uh, no, I, I totally, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just to just, um, something I wanted to share and I, and I heard it on a YouTube video, you know, I'm not trying to take credit for this, but uh, it was that, um, it was just a saying and it's, uh, Great minds talk about ideas. Average minds talk about events. And the lower frequency minds talk about people. And I just, uh, yeah, I'll just leave the people with that thought. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that very much. Uh, everybody. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode of Dusk Tripper. I'm Brian, joined by Cody Gutierrez. And we look forward to hopefully many more episodes of similar topics. Cody, do you hang out on the line? Everybody else, have a good night. And Thank we'll you. See you soon. Peace. Thanks for listening to Dusk Tripper. Next week's episode, we'll finish up our segment on LSD dealing with the time and space aspect of everything, and then we dive into cannabis. Hope to have you with us.